and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two rather rotund co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer making us sound just perfect. Fabulous. Fabulous. Fantastic. It is Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. What up? You know, I, I have a few things to say before we get oh, going. Oh, we're, we're going right off Sorry. the cuff here. Right, right okay? off Sorry. The Let's uh, go. Right off I, the I, I'm a little upset about the few hundred pounds that the camera has given me, so I don't know if I like the video <laughs> portion of this podcast. Listen. Well, they say the camera adds 10 pounds. Well, I yeah, think it's it, more like 150. Well, you have to remember, for like a 150-pound person, it adds 10 pounds. So when you're like 275, it adds like 30. 250. A, sh- a bit north of 250. Well, he, he, he was talking north. about his neck roll. Was when yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I was looking at myself all bent over, shrugged over, and, and I didn't know where my neck was. It looked like a whole loaf gone. of bread back there. It was gone. Back. Yeah. It was terrible. No, I mean, you don't have much neck to begin with. Yes, I know. It's about two inches tall and about 20 inches wide. I know. Yeah. It, it was bad. Well, but anyway, let's let's move on. I Sorry I had to I think, bring it up. I think you look gorgeous today, as do you, Bruce, with your Thanks. little flipped hair and Nobody's face. hotter than Bruce. Nobody's sexier Bruce, than Bruce. I would have to say our live episode was Bruce's best episode. He was about eight beers in, yeah. and my man was just done. Well, when you drink a 12-pack of Labatt Blue Light that was before it. you record a show. yeah, he, he, was, he was awesome. He was loud, proud, and, and, and just he was a lot of fun. Well, I, I, I for actually the, for the small gained a lot of respect for you. In. And and I I was I was just I, I was really really impressed. I'm shocked. I was giving me props. And shout out to Joseph the Swear, <laughs> Joseph Venditti the Swear. He's got the swear. I, I've never seen anybody sway so much in my life. <laughs> I, I thought a big gust of wind was going to come through and put him down. Well, after ten old fashions, yeah, oh my you're gonna god, be like the, you're going to be like the Empire State Building and anyway, high wind advisor. Anyway, uh, anyway, anyways. Uh, well, I think Bruce was loud, proud, and excited for some other reasons. Hey, he was he was excellent. He really was. Well, I, I don't know if it was the weed pen and the... Uh, and, uh, I was not I, high. I, okay. But a mixture of that and uh I think beer. it was a mixture of the 12-pack of Labatt. He drank and a whole 12-pack by himself? I don't much, believe that. Yeah. And I just kept the putting the boys down. Yeah. <laughs> that his Detroit Lions had an absolutely fantastic evening. I've never seen him so angry in my life. <laughs> okay. That's because I was drunk, but I mean, you you blurted out the f word. It, it was it was something else. Well, let's be real here. All in all, the Detroit Lions had a pretty decent night, and I, you know what? There were a lot of teams that we didn't really expect to have a decent night that had a way better than decent night. Teams that historically don't really do well in this spot. Seem to kind of turn it around. That is true. I I mean I I couldn't. There was two teams that really, really stood out for me. One is the top half of the Giants draft with Thibodeau and and Evan Neal. Yeah, I, I thought, wow, you know, they got the most versatile lineman and the best pass rusher, in in the draft. Oh, and them two picks. They got two starters from day one. I mean, and, and I. I, I thought they did a great job. They The Giants came out of round one with two guys who realistically 
Could have went number one overall, and I don't think anybody right. would have really batted right. an eye at it, right? Kayvon in the top Thibodeau, seven picks, they get two guys that could have went first overall. Right. We never expected <clears throat> Thibodeau to go number one overall, but we all agree here that fundamentally and talent-wise, he could have went number one overall. And on the other side, Evan Neal, a month or two ago, was a consensus number one overall pick. Yes. Before the Jaguars locked up Cam Robinson and kind of took themselves out of contention for an offensive lineman with that first pick, he was supposed to go number one overall. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think I think they they made a mistake there. I I would have went the lineman if I was them. They can't have enough help to protect a, a basically a second year quarterback. And it decimated their offensive line was awful last year. Yes, and I I don't think depth ever hurts a team that wants to go be successful in this league. You have to have a good offensive line. Is drafting an offensive lineman sexy? No, but it'll keep your job if you're a coach. Is drafting Trayvon <laughs> Walker first overall sexy? <clears throat> yes, and no. the, yes, yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, I I always think defensive guys, defensive ends going that high I get the need you can never have enough pass rushers just like you can never have enough good offensive linemen when you have the opportunity to put defensive Josh Allen and Tavon Walker on the same line you do it it's a it's a nice combination I mean my god is that a pretty combination outside of the Jaguars all right Bruce asked for like five minutes of silence from us so he can go on a rant about the Lions we're going to get to that in a second. Before we do that, I want to talk about the Texans pick. Because for me personally, the Stingley pick, I was I, I was kind of surprised by <clears throat> that. Okay. Is Derek Stingley an extremely good football player? Is he very talented? Yes. In all reality, I think it's a toss up between him and Gardner for the best cornerback in this draft. Developmentally wise, Stingley could develop into a better player. I think his ceiling is taller than Gardner's. I think we've already seen a lot of Sauce Gardner's ceiling. I don't think we've seen Gardner's ceiling at all. I think he'll be a lot better as a pro. Regardless, you know how I feel about taking. I've made Corners that high. I get it. I get it. You don't take a corner in the top five unless he's going to be Deion Sanders. Unless he's Jeff Okuda. Uh, Please. Anyway. So. Not go there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't yeah. understand, I, especially for them, the Stingley pick, when you still have Iquanu, Evan Neal out there. And Kayvon Thibodeau. And you still had Thibodeau out there. And you're going to pass over those guys. Yeah. To, that one for I, me. That threw a, a loop big time. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think the Texans secondary was was that bad. No. I don't think they were that bad. Their offense it was horrible You've, because they couldn't protect Right, Davis Mills, Mills is still going to be running for his life. So, at the end of the day, they did take a lineman at 15. Yeah, okay. Okay, great. But I'd be hard-pressed to believe if they take Aquanu or Evan Neal with three, they wouldn't have gotten near same production at least the first few years out of Who's a corner Trent that went McDuffie around there? Or, Trent or McDuffie. Somebody of that caliber. Uh, I know there's other corners that went right there. Yeah. I mean, Trent McDuffie didn't go till 20. Right. But 21. that could have took him higher. 
I had McDuffie going higher than that. If they would have taken him at 15 and you take Evan Neal or Aquanu, I think think you're better off. For me, you're better off because you're getting the best lineman in the draft. Right. I don't think that the difference between Stingley and McDuffie is is nearly as wide as the difference between Aquanu or Neal and. Fuck. Keon Green? Keon Green. He's actually an inside guy, not an outside guy. He's either, a guard, not a tackle. Either way. Right. Uh, I know. It doesn't matter. You, you, know. could, you Listen, you could take Evan Neal and push him inside and let him play guard if you wanted. And you know what the whole thing is? Is They, they wanted Keon Green there. Yeah. And for me personally, I would have went Zion Johnson before I would have taken him. Yeah. And I would have, if I needed offensive line help, I would have taken Trevor Penning before him. So... We had some locks in this that that we picked for this draft. Ahmad Gardner to the Jets was a lock. I there was no question in my mind that was going to happen. But our Chargers passed up on your boy Trevor Penning, and That's I was a really, huge mistake really for surprised them. by that. A huge mistake. Yeah, I was <laughs> shocked by that one because we all were in agreement for that the whole time that Trevor Penning was going to end up in LA. They've been taking Penning since the Senior Bowl was done. Right. And I, I don't know why they veered away from that. But he did go high. He still went high. Um, some other shockers. Uh, well, we're going to talk about the Eagles a little bit more. But I think the Eagles did a really good job. They're my winners I, of out, this draft. Out, outside of the Jets, I think the Eagles did the best job. Yeah. I, I can't argue that. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. After the first night, I was ready to give Green Bay a fucking D minus. You know what? Like, I loved what they did. But they came back on day two and made sense and, of it all. And that's that's it. They, they but look at what they did all. though. They took two premier defensive players in this draft and then turn around and grab listen to me. Christian Watson is gonna be a superstar in Green I, I Bay. I agree. He's going to be a superstar. I agree. Aaron Rodgers to... is going to make this guy look like Calvin Johnson. And they didn't have to take him on day one. Yeah. They solidified the holes on the defense. Right. That's where they had the holes. So, And then the only quarterback that went in the first two rounds was Kenny Pickett to the Steelers. And poor Kenny Pickett. He looked like Aaron Rodgers sitting there in the green room. I, I felt so bad for one. him. I felt yeah. so bad for him. So uh, they got their guy. Thankfully, hopefully we don't have to see Mitchell Trubisky for a full year this year. But we need to talk about the elephant in the room. The pink elephant in the room, Bruce. Oh. I said real quick. The elephant in the room is obviously Malik Willis. So, well, oh. okay. I mean, hold on. This was a guy who everybody said, "Oh, he could go at two. He could go at nine. You know, if somehow he makes it to Pittsburgh in New Orleans, he's going there. If he makes he it to, the, the board. to thirty-two, if Detroit he makes it was going to take him. It'll be the break. biggest deal of the draft for Detroit. And then all of a sudden. It was like a fucking California mudslide. Round three went by. And everybody was like. And everybody. Malik Willis was still there. I was watching round three. And where did, can you search and see? I don't even know what pick did he go. Well, all I know is. He was in the hundreds, right? He went to Tennessee. Right. Which is a shocker. Where did he go? What pick was he? Eight. Is that 86? 86, yep. So he went 86. And. I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I'm like, at this point, this is what happens. Why are you? Pa- why is anybody passing him up? Why? If he is as good as as 
okay. people think he's going to be. Well, yeah, because I mean, you you watched. All, oh, he's all got a cannon for an arm. Yeah, I mean, my man, you compared his arm strength but to the, Josh Allen. Here's the problem with him. Like I told you, one pass looks absolutely incredible. The next one's five yards into the stand. So if you don't have that kind of control, now I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He played at Liberty. Okay. Not like he played in the SEC. Okay, but let's be real about this. Even if he ends up coming, I mean, Jameis Winston, cannon of an arm, horribly inaccurate. Even if he comes to the league like that, Jameis Winston was a, a top five pick. Yeah. So for me, the I only mean, thing Jameis Winston had a problem with is seafood, the and, law, yeah, and the law, yeah. Well, for me, his ceiling might be way higher just because he isn't. Well, yeah, but Jameis Winston also played at Florida State, not at Liberty. I'll say this. That's the difference. I'll say this. Obviously, somebody knows something or somebody saw something that made this guy like like a a rat trap to a mouse. Yeah. That he wouldn't even come – nobody would even come close to him. Uh, There was a lot of guys that dropped in this draft. Well, Huge. I I was just blown away. Um, Obviously – there were a lot of guys that went in the first round that I don't think a lot of people thought were going to go in the first round. Um, Cole Strange. <laughs> That's Bill Belichick at his best. Well, did you see the video of Sean McVay saying, oh, we thought we could get him at 90-whatever? And yeah. the Patriots well, in the first round. I think he was wrong. Uh, Quay Walker was one of those borderline guys. Yeah, he was and borderline saw him and first right round, on. second round. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think he was going to go round one. Um, I didn't think he was going to go round two. I had him going round three. Yeah, I, Quiet I didn't Walker, because uh, they were so deep at linebacker. The cornerback Elam that went to the Bills, I didn't think he was going to go. Devin Lloyd, one. can you believe Devin Lloyd dropped the way he did? Uh, I, I was, that one surprised me. Why Walker went in front of Devin Lloyd? I was just like, wow, wow. Twenty six. The Jets ended up with Jermaine Johnson. That is a huge fact. Fa- I think getting Thibodeau at five is equal value of getting him at where you got him. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's huge for the Packers. Before we, get into, before we get into the Jets, I want Bruce to give us his thoughts on the Lions, and we'll just let him go through it and give him our thoughts okay. here in a minute. So. Yeah. Shoot, Bruce. Hugger, right. take it away. I think, well, I'm going to give him an A+. plus Because what we said was they bolstered their defense, and that's kind of what they did. Right. All right. So let me go through. At one, you take Aiden Hutchinson. Two, you take wide receiver Jameis Williams. Uh, then you take an edge Josh Pascal from Kentucky. Uh, three, you take safety Kirby Joseph out of Illinois. Five, you take tight end James Mitchell out of Virginia Tech. Six, line or linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez, who I'm a big fan of. But I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, then they go back to an edge, James Houston, Jackson State. And at seven, cornerback Chase Lucas out of Arizona State. Now, the one out of all of these I was absolutely in love with was this linebacker, Malcolm Rodriguez. Because he's short, but stocky as hell. And he can fly. He's fast. He's. I was watching tape, and he can stuff the run like a motherfucker. He is running up there, and he is <clears throat> making plays. Uh, he, another, Pascal's another great run stopper. 
Well, out of everything the Lions needed, they needed. He's also a cancer survivor. He is. I saw that too. Uh, 5.5 tackles for loss, 5.5 sacks. He's very versatile. Uh, you know, you know what they like about. Do you know and why they, will, they took him? He'll play. He'll play linebacker. You well, will see him. They're going to have him in a rotation actually on the defensive line. Well, yeah, he can play that, all. That's over the, a, he can play all over there, the line. I think you're going to see him play a lot of the Aaron Donald three technique. Yeah, because they're about the same size. Right, six three. He's like two eighty. 275, 280. So he's similar build to Aaron Donald. He has the Aaron Donald motor. Can they make him an Aaron Donald? That's the key. He's his hands are really good. He doesn't have a lot of size, but his hands are good. He's right. compact. I'll be honest with you. The Lions like we we broke this down multiple times. The Lions needed, needed to strengthen that defensive line. They needed well, to get some run well, stop. Oh my in god, there. they took three edge. Right. I mean, okay, we had can't, one guy from Jackson State. Not a real edge guy. He's more of a linebacker than an edge guy. Drop back. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But let's be realistic. He was actually a safety. They made it into a line. They took Aiden Hutchinson. Same with Malcolm. And we we kind of threw a little bit of a fit. Well, here's the thing. I I wouldn't have had a fit with the Malcolm pit with the uh, Aiden Hutchinson pick. When they moved up to 12, I'm like, here it is, Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis, Jordan Davis. And, 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 and I was like, this is it. They're serious about really putting this defense ahead early, early yeah. ahead. So you bonify the defense, and then you took a receiver. I don't have a problem with the Williams. I still think to this day he was the best receiver in the well, draft. You take – all the defense that you need to fill the sprinkle. Well, they, see, this is the thing, though. Spot, and then you grab that wide. Let receiver. me ask you a question. Let's really be seriously about serious about this question. Out of all the players they took defensively, you wouldn't have gave up that that move up to twelve and grab Jordan Davis and stick him in the middle of that line. He would make high school Anzalone a Pro Bowler. Pro Bowler. I mean, I can because it takes two fucking guys to block Jordan Davis. He's an absolute monster, and the Eagles took him. And you know what? I'm gonna watch. Talk, I'm gonna talk. Watch about and Philly. see about that deal. I think Philly had the best draft out of everybody, but I agree. For me, the move of the draft, the pick of the draft, all the above, and I mean, there were some there were some trades that went on. You know, AJ Brown going to the, going to the Eagles. Huge. Huge. That's huge. But the Lions, when is the last time you can sit and think that the Lions actually made. Rolled the dice? Rolled the dice. Never. Pulled the trigger, did something that they needed to do. Never seen him do it. They've never, ever done it. Never. And Brad Holmes. The first year I've ever seen. That's why I'm really not upset. No. I'm not upset no. with what they did. Not In no. fact, the smart move was to package those two picks Correct. To go up that high. That's a smart move. And it's it's not a bad move. You're getting two of the top, at least the top ten. These guys got two of possibly top five. Okay. At the end of the day, I was the same way as you. I was like, oh, my God, why would they pass on Jordan Davis? If you stop now, let's think about the Lions receiving core at the end of last year versus what they have now. <laughs> you can't compare it. I mean, and at the end of the day, 
you knew at some point in the draft Green Bay was going to get their receivers. Correct. And at the end of the day, the receivers that you give to Aaron Rodgers don't have to be as good as the ones you're going to give to Jared Goff. Because Aaron that Rodgers is very, very true. Good. Very Number true. Number two. In fact, you know who else wanted Jameis Williams? Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Aaron Rodgers wanted him bad. They, they, I bet you they thought well, he dropped. We won't see him until probably week six. That's okay. I don't I care. No problem. I don't Put him on the either. pup list to start yep. the season. I agree. Yeah. Let him Listen, get the worst thing they could do is rush this kid back yep. oh, and absolutely. he gets hurt again. Absolutely. And Like Michael Thomas. But, well, like we, I said, Jared Goff has the key components to – Put Listen, on a his, show this his receiving year. core is already better this year than it was last. Oh my God! Exactly. I mean, it's miles. Sharp, miles sharp. Well, this is added where... a legitimate weapon to that offense. Correct. This so this year it's like, all right, is Jared Goff actually good as what people say he is? You want to know? I was I read a comp, and it was the Lions' receiving core right now is what the Bengals were last year. You have Amon Ross, St. Brown, in a T. Higgins role. Okay. You have DJ Chark in the Tyler Boyd role. And I actually, bring, I actually have him reversed because of their physical stature. Well, not phys, but yeah, more of a, more of the, just the role. And now you bring in this rookie, who everybody was kind of shaky on due to injury, due to everything else, and you make the move and you just do it. And in all reality, it kind of made sense to me, like. They have a legitimate receiving core. Green Bay upped their game. They got some decent receivers. Minnesota, we know that they have great receivers. Chicago's a fucking dumpster fire. I think they had one of the worst drafts out of everybody as well. I but, actually agree with you on that. Yeah, I, mean, I was I not impressed Chicago, with them. There were three the teams that really made me raise my eyebrows as to what are you doing. New England, Chicago, and Dallas. Well, here, I'm not, I'm not going to count New England on that. Because I, I don't believe for one minute they took two defensive backs. They took probably the fastest receiver in the draft. The fastest receiver in the draft. Some would debate that would be Jameis Williams. Or Sky Moore. You, you think he's as fast as Tyquan Thornton? Let's get those guys at the relay team there at Baylor. Okay. You didn't watch the combine, right? No. I yeah, I didn't think so. I, either way. Either way. <laughs> Again, this goes back to my rant from a few weeks ago. New England's just trying to be too fucking New England again. I, I don't think so. They took an offensive lineman. No, did, did you do any – any? won 10 games last year. Did you do any well, research on these guys that they picked? I did. Okay. I did. Tell me about uh, – I'm sorry, what was his name again? The first guy they took? Go ahead, tell me. I, 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 you don't even remember? I, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. Cool. Drawing a blank. I did. I did watch a little bit of shit on him. He's uh, what was he a four-year scholar? Yeah, great. I mean, he's a smart guy. They took a smart guy. Got it. Yep. That's Bill Belichick. Guess what? You're gonna take that guy who's academically. I I don't. uh, A freaking genius. The beef jerky, Cam Jurgens. I love Cam Jurgens. Went to Philly in the second round. Correct. If you look at their grades, they need somebody. They needed somebody. Everything else, he was miles above Cole Strange. Yeah, but I I mean, they didn't need a center. What's the what was the Patriots' biggest need of this year? They need speed at receiver position. I was just about that, to, to me. They need the a speed Patriots at receiver. Patriots need a linebacker. Need it? No, I I don't I don't think so. I think they have linebackers Ooh. there. They're just young. Well, no, they're old. At the end of the day, where's De, Devontae Hightower? Ain't gonna ain't gonna last much longer. 
He 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 sat out a year because of COVID. He was right. hurt again last year for like the third year in a row. You don't. Oh, I, th- have... I thought he came back to be defensive coordinator. No, he's still playing. Oh, okay, he is still playing. I'm being that, a smart th- ass there. Yeah, I know that'll yeah. happen here. Is that's what he's going to be here day, in another you, year? You're there were so many... they they signed a lot of undrafted guys. I know, and I know and and now you know Belichick ML. likes to do that. But guess what? I think I'm going to say it again. And I don't want to get into a debate about it. The league is going to start passing Belichick by at a very rapid rate. That's it. I don't I, know. I, I, they bolstered their offensive line by getting a guy. Okay, I got a question. Now, was that guy as good as, let's say, was that guy as good as uh, Penning? No. 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 They're not even in the same room. I agree. But this guy is solid. This guy can play guard. Yeah, but you it only took him three picks later. Well, they're going to shove him in that tackle and push. Uh, who's the guy I think is totally awful at still on the offensive line? Of, Joe Thunley? No, Mason. Oh, Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason. Oh, he's on the Buccaneers. Get out. Yep. Would it Brady hire him? Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, anyway. Brady but, hire him? Well, that's what happens. Well, yeah, Brady, when anybody Brady goes to Tampa, who, who do you think is running the front office of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Tom it's Brady. Tom fucking Brady. Of course. It's nobody else. He suggests something, they do it. Because they know they can't piss him off or he'll retire. Because he's the greatest of all time. Anyway. Anyway. That's debatable. Anyway. Uh, I'll say this. Me personally, or roster-wise, okay. The bet that I made for the Patriots to not be a playoff team now after what the Jets you did. You feel pretty confident right now? Oh, I'm, yes. I am so <laughs> confident right you feel now. feel confident? Because you know Buffalo's going to win the division, and I'll say this. I'd counter that bet. I bet you the Jets are a 10-win football team. It's the Jets. You, what, what does that mean? Go ahead, disagree with me because I, I know I'm, you can't. The, here's the thing. I know you can't. I, I, I wouldn't bet on it. What? I wouldn't bet on it. I just can't. Well, just because I think, I think they've gotten that much better. Oh, so you're agreeing with me. I, I agree with you. They've gotten that much better. I take the Brees Hall move and... It, you loved that. Oh, my God, dude. Yep. They got two stud young running backs. You got a two-headed monster, Carter Michael and, Carter and Brees Hall. And now. Brees Hall. And Brees Hall's an in-between-the-tackle guy, dude. People bounce off of that guy. I I loved, I love what they did. I Jermaine Johnson? Come on, dude. It, late. Late? Late. I'm like, fuck, they didn't even need him. Like, okay, They got guys that were hurt last year. They don't even need him. And they took him. What? That's just depth, let's man. Let's take it from the top down. We all agreed Sauce Gardner was a top five guy. Yeah. They was... got Garrett Wilson, who we tossed back and forth as being the best receiver in the draft. They got Jermaine Johnson, who's probably real. At the end of the day, at the end of this season, he will have more sacks than Thibodeau and Hutchinson. Either one of those two. I wouldn't argue with that. that of that's the way the what Jets, I think of the way when the I Jets watch defense. tape on him. Yeah. And you have to remember, the way the Jets' defense is set up, they have so many. <laughs> Don't forget, Jermaine Johnson was a Georgia transfer. Correct. So he couldn't even get playing time on that Georgia team. Right. So that, that's the big thing. That's a chip on he's his played, shoulder. He's got a chip on his shoulder yep. playing in top-level competition, the SEC. You said Thibodeau's got a chip on his shoulder, too. Well, Thibodeau's got a chip on his shoulder for not going one. For not going one. I agree with that. That's a bigger chip. Listen, you know what the difference in money is from going one to five? 
big. There's a I big mean, money difference there. That number one pick signs for almost thirty million for a four year with a fifth year option, almost thirty. Five picks is millions off. Mm-hmm. Believe me, that's enough to piss anybody off. Um, sometimes it's not about the money though. Oh, it's about the money. It's yeah. all about I think the these Benjamins. Guys only really the NFL is all about drafted. the Benjamins. I think they only care that they got drafted right now. Well, okay, that is what is on their mind. The money, Why? the money Why? will come Listen in to me. after. You just watch two hundred fifty-five guys become millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that, that comes millionaires. With it. That comes with it. But That's I think the, the fact that not... you could be sitting there and then not go at all it, is it's like. Listen to me. What you just seen was the biggest night in sports. You got 255 guys who just became millionaires. And at the end of the day, even if they didn't get drafted, well, the, okay, big deal. They signed for three, four, five hundred. They don't care. Days. Right. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, even if they don't work out. Let's say, let's say some of these guys don't even make it through training camp, especially the guys around. Five, six, and seven. A lot of these guys don't even make the teams. And a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. But you just watched at least 150 dudes just become millionaires. Either way. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Another Listen, I, I just wanted to say one oh, thing before you go forward. My man, Nicobe Dean, fell into obscurity. That, that shoulder injury that he had, he decided he didn't want surgery that he wanted to rehab it and just let it heal naturally. My man plummeted because he didn't agree with the NFL doctors that were telling him to have the surgery. Okay. And I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like that when they're pushing that onto a guy. Well just so he's ready to go week one. He he wanted to do it his way. He knows his own body. And that's what I don't like about doctors butting in. That's why I That's think- why the Eagles took him. Well, no, that's why I think the Eagles won this draft. Absolutely. The Eagles won this draft when they picked him. And I was sitting at home watching it, and I looked at my dad, and I was like, I think we were at, like, pick 70, like, right around when 70 came. I was like, the fact that N'Kobe Dean's still there, whichever team picks him is going to win the draft because they are getting top 15 talent at 70 and or 80. And and this is the funniest thing about that. Everybody talks about his size. Oh, he's a little guy. He's this. He's that. I, I am so tired of hearing that. Some of the best linebackers in football history have been small guys. Sam Mills was a linebacker for the Saints. He was 5'8". 5'8", two and a quarter if he was lucky. Who was your favorite defensive player in this draft? Mine? Yeah. I love N'Kobe Dean. I thought he was the best player. He's so, a signal caller. He's the catalyst of that Georgia defense. They have Jordan Davis. Yes. They took our guy Cam Jurgens. Correct. And then they took N'Kobe Dean. Exactly. It didn't they matter took who they every, took. All three of the guys I loved, they took. It didn't matter who else they took after yeah. that. They and I'm, I'm going to tell you what, dude. I, I really think that Howie Roseman gets a bad, bad play on him. A lot of these people in Philadelphia don't like him because some of the picks he's picked, and I get some of them. Uh, who's that receiver they took here last year? Or Devonta was it the year before? Huh? No, 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 no. The one the Jaylen year before Rigor. him. Huh? Jalen Rigor. Yes. He gets so much shit about that Jalen Rigor pick. Because he picked him at, uh, before uh, 
Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Who knew Justin Jefferson was going to be the stud he is? No, but I don't think anybody did. No, nobody would have expected. Except for Joe like Burrow. That. Okay, <laughs> they ended up coming back and in round six took Kyron Johnson, another linebacker out of uh, Kansas, right? Who's six foot two thirty five. Yep, another small guy. And then they came after that, and they took uh, a tight end out of – I don't even – hold on. I have to check. Like they even needed a tight end. Right. Give me it a break. Just, I mean, they <laughs> – they, They'd go for depth. Grant Calcaterra, tight end out of SMU with the 190. I actually liked pick. him. I actually really liked him. Well, they I got know him. who he is. I've seen a lot of tape on so him. So those five picks for me, Yeah, chef's kiss. Yeah. You, those top three, they solidified their defense completely – and we know how good Jurgens is. I I love everything about their I, I am their so excited to see what their defensive line is going to look like. Oh my god. Uh Hassan Riddick, yeah. Fletcher Cox, yeah. Uh Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis, uh Javon Hardgrave. Yeah. Do you know how badass their front seven is going to be? It's going to be tough. Oh my god, dude. That is going to be a How are you going to block those guys, just the, th- the four guys that I mentioned, how are you going to block them with five guys? I, I don't know. I don't how? know. How? You got to double team three of them. You're going to have to keep enough. backs and tight ends in to <laughs> yeah. chip because right. if you don't, you're, you're going to be on your back. Yes, they are going to. They, they, I, I'm going to predict this right now. The Philadelphia Eagles will be playing in the NFC Championship game against the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I'm not even going to say who because we don't know who the other team is. Yeah, we do. I truly think they will be there. They're going to win their division. No brainer. Unless Jalen Hurts gets hurt and they get Tim Boyle as their quarterback, uh, I really think they'll win their division easily. I think they'll win the division too, but I I don't think they're there yet. There are a few pieces away. Correct. There are a few pieces away. So I think I NFC love what they did with the receivers. Uh, J- hey, Jalen Hurts got no excuses. No, no. They gave him weapons. They no. he's got it all. I mean, they went and got AJ Brown. Yes. You got Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, and and uh uh who's the other well, guy? Well, it'll leave this will allow Regord yes. a little bit more room to get I don't even open. think he's on the team anymore, is he? They caught him? No, he's still there. He's still there? Um, I want to talk about my honorable mention for best draft. And I think they needed to have a really good draft to stay up with their division, and that was the Chiefs. The Chiefs had a very nice draft. They quietly got one of the pass rushers that I love. They took Carl Loftus. They took Trent McDuffie. uh, Then they came around and took Sky Moore at 54. Yep. Uh, they came back around and took a Cincinnati safety, Brian Cook, who I'm not Brian Cook familiar is, with. Is actually a very good football player. All them, did you see how many guys went from the Cincinnati Bearcats? A Anybody lot. notice that? A lot. They, of they had like six, seven guys yeah. going this draft. Who? Cincinnati, the school Cincinnati. Oh, Desmond Ritter. Yeah. yeah. Those he look, he Darian like Beavers. Who Desmond I really Ritter liked. Literally yeah. looks huh? like he was flying planes in World War II. Who looks I, I old as fuck? Who? Oh. Desmond Ritter. He looks old? Yeah. Have you seen up close pictures of his face? Oh, he's just look at LeBron James. Well, LeBron James was freaking 17. He looked like he was 30. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Um, they signed a receiver today. 
Who's the other Ross? John Ross? No, the other Ross. Justin Ross from Clemson. He went undrafted? He went undrafted and got signed by Kansas Big City receiver. today. Big receiver. Yes, but so I guess he's had injury issues, but his yeah. first year at Clemson, they had him like going at the top. He had surgery to sit out 2020, returned to play last season, was limited with a stress fracture in his foot. So if he can stay healthy, they got the guy two years ago yeah. we thought was going to be well, the number one receiver. Draft. You know who also struggled with that stress fracture stuff is Sammy Watkins. He struggled with that for a long time in oh, his career. We never even talked about that. He's he's in Green Bay. Yeah. I seen that day he had signed that. Yeah. yeah. So So don't think for one minute that Aaron Rodgers is gonna come out there with his pecker in his hand and not any have anybody to throw to. That that's further from the truth. Listen, I hope he gets hurt on the first play of the game and then he's out all walking the out of the tunnel. So I, oh, well, no, he'll go back. I remember that, that game I said that too, and he went out hurt and they still lost. Yeah. The Lions still lost Lions. without him. Because they put Aaron Rodgers in that fucking tent, and then they do you know, do some mechanical work real quick because he's a fucking robot, and then he's back out on the field. But outside of outside of that, what 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 were some other highlights? I mean, obviously Bruce Love with the Lions did. I love what the Eagles did, only having five picks. Care? Like I said, I didn't have a problem with their whole draft. Excuse me, I didn't mean that. Well, they no, did what we did. You're they good. did what we said they needed. Well, to do. I, you know what? I I think the team, and I'm going to be honest with you, offensively, they they got the best receivers in in the North. They do absolutely. I mean, outside Detroit? of Minnesota, Detroit is the best receiving honest core now. God, they might they might be on par with Minnesota. I mean, it depends. You, you don't know if Jamison lives up to his potential, correct? He will be as good as Justin Jefferson, right? His potential. Not saying he's he's there if he lives up to it. You know, Minnesota drafted and Jalen Naylor like way way down. I seen I that. Mean, I, I see it. And you know what? I like that pick for them because uh, uh, what's his name over there? Thielen. Thielen has some injury issues. He's he hasn't made older, it dude. in a no, whole season. They needed weight. somebody to take his spot. Right. He can still carry his weight a little bit though. Yeah, but he gets banged up. You know, he misses a like game OBJ, here and there because he's not healthy. Or maybe he has COVID or something like that. I, w- I wonder if they're going to use that excuse again this year, COVID. I don't think so. I think I, I, COVID's I, a thing of the past. I really think that everybody stops using that excuse, COVID. Uh, let's talk about Tennessee for a minute. So, obviously, they traded away their number one receiver. Um, and they went out and got Traylon Burks. They got a younger version they got a of younger what they had. They loved Roger McCreary, as did we. We had him oh, and Trent God. Duffy yes. pretty much interchangeable. Yeah. So I think getting the value you got at – they drafted him at 35. Getting McCreary at 35 when McDuffie that's went a huge 20, val- that's, that's a huge value. value. Right that's, these are guys that dropped down that could have went in the first round right. because of need. Teams with other need is the reason why these guys dropped. Yep. And I think that's why McCreary dropped. Uh, then they went out and got an offensive lineman at 69. Uh, came back at 86, got Malik Willis, which is either going to look stupid or be the greatest. It'll be like the Patriots picking Brady at 199. It's going to go one of two ways. And they got I'm a back. confused on what then they went, took. Then they went. Well, because, okay. It doesn't make any sense. The biggest two losers, personally, from this draft were Ryan Tannehill. Yes. And Baker Mayfield. Yes. 
at the end of the day, Baker Mayfield now, there's a really, really big chance you're on the outside looking in. Well, they already came out and said he's sitting on the bench. Well, yeah, and you Carolina's well, he's out not, now. Listen, he's not starting. Well, well your no. boy Carson's strong. Until they figure out what they're going to do with him. Undrafted. He went undrafted. He went undrafted. And Ooh. where did he go? That was my mistake. Who did Carolina take? Was it Sam Howell? Yeah. I think it was Sam Howell. They also got a running. Matt Corral. Matt Corral. I'm sorry. And didn't they take. Uh... They took Matt Corral in the third round. Carolina took him. So Baker right. Mayfield's on the uh, on the outside looking in now. He was a huge loser. And Ryan Tannehill was a huge loser. They took Hassan, uh, but the Titans. I, I still think that Mayfield, Mayfield still has a, a window to play in this league where Tannehill I don't think does. No, I I, I would agree with you, but yeah. at this point, where's Baker? I mean, was he going to wait for somebody to get hurt? Well, he's. they already said they're not they're not trading him. Let's take a first-round pick. They weren't going to get a pick for him. So, basically, he's on the outside oh, no, looking in. Oh, they're going to trade him. I, maybe before the season starts. Yes, if you yeah. are, if you're Cleveland, you don't want this. You don't want that cancer around the locker room. No, you just don't. I, I wouldn't either. You know, get I wouldn't what you either. Can for him, maybe you can go out and get. Calling a- it now, Carson Wentz takes a huge shit. Baker goes to the Commanders. Ah, they invested too much in him. Don't see it happening. Well, and they they took uh, anybody's going to take a shit. It would be like Mariota or who'd they take. I just Jake, said, I just uh, said who they took. Uh, Drew Locke. The commanders took Sam Hull. Yeah. So, I I think they all took quarterbacks. All these teams yeah. that needed quarterback took quarterback, and they didn't Except have to Detroit. use any capital on them. Yeah. The only people who paid up for a quarterback was uh, Pittsburgh. Pitt. That's yeah. it. And they still came back. And but they got the fifth year option needs. on them. Right. So and they filled their other needs. I mean, right. I would they rather have it. Baker over. Let, so let's let's say this. Let's say he's not ready this year. Pick it. Pickett. Yeah, Let's no. say he's not ready. Oh. He's uh, it's Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky out there. That's, that's what I'm saying. And All right, Trubisky will look good the first two games of the year, and then he'll level off to what he is. You know what? The, and then that kid will be playing by week seven. You know what the beauty of that is? What? Uh, you're only going to win four fucking games with Mitch Trubisky this year, anyway. True. So then you're going to be picking top five next year, and you right. go out and you just keep building the fucker up, and you right. get that stud O lineman, or you get that stud receiver. Or you go out and get the best available offensive player in the draft. Like Philadelphia did. Right. Like Philadelphia did this year. Like they did last year. And this year. Well, this year they focused all on defense. Right. They could. And then last year they built that offense up. And this year, I agree with you, Philadelphia is going to win their division. I don't think they're going to be the NFC Championship. But. I do. I think they got the parts to do it. Defensively, they're going to be a juggernaut. They, They will have that Baltimore Raven dominant defense if it plays out the way it does. You think they're their back, back their back end with uh Darius Slay is nice. Very nice. They were weak at a couple of positions that they addressed in free agency. I, I really think that their defense could be is a top five defense. But you agree they need a year or two to get in. They uh, need a year or two to play together. Right. And once that happens I mean once they start playing together and they start knowing what the other guy is going to do. They have potential to really be top five defense, period. Because at the end of the day, Green Bay is still better than Philly. Tampa is still better than Philly. The Rams are still better than Philly. At least. Well, we have yet to see. I mean, there's a lot of teams you could be. The Chargers are better than Philly. Well, that's AFC. We're talking, yeah, but we're talking the NFC right now. over the board. And, pick and, and you know what? I, I don't think defensively that, that 
uh, Green Bay is better than Philadelphia. Defensively, no. I thought defensively they were better than Green Bay last year. Uh, I agree. And now look at what they've added this year. Yeah. They're, they're going to be a juggernaut, dude. I'm telling you right now, I, I might have to become an Eagles fan. Shout out to Omar. Shout out to my man Omar. I'm an Eagles fan now. I See, we could, I we could talk about that, this but... now, though, but once season gets around, there's going to be so many fucking injuries. I am so excited to see Jordan God only Davis knows what can line happen. up. Could I? I want to see the first game that he lines up because you know he's going to be fired up and ready to go. Oh, 100. I just want to see what kind of damage he does, and and I swear to Christ, if he does what I think he's going to do, I'm going to absolutely kick a hole through my TV. Uh, two little bits of breaking news here that just hit my phone. Uh, Saints give Tyron Matthew a three-year, $33 million contract. I had seen that yesterday that they yep. were talking to him. So that deal's done. And uh, they needed that. They lost. Pro uh, Bowl wide guys. receiver DeAndre Hopkins is being suspended six games for violating the NFL's PED policy. Jesus. So, he rice. Are you kidding me? Wait, what's that? There, there we go. There we go. You, DeAndre Hopkins, six game suspension. Kiss that goodbye. Wait. And then they got the problems with the quarterback situation there, too. Performance enhancing drugs. Oh. There, so, there you go. That's, like the creatine. Hey, the old you man eat, needs it, man. It's not a steroid. So. Well, creatine that, is a steroid. For, for people who don't go to the gym, yeah, creatine is a steroid, even though all it does is keep water in your body. So it's not an enhanced, you know, but all right. Anyways. Um, so yeah, that's two little bits of breaking news, but, uh, you know, you didn't really hear all that much out of the Cardinals. I mean, well, you know what? I think they're flying under the radar right now I think with so their too. situation with Kyler Murray and, and now with this shit here, I'm sure they knew about this before they posted it out today. I'm sure. So they I think that's kind of why they're keeping it on the wraps. Well, and their, their first pick wasn't until 55. Right. And they used it on a tight end. So. That to me, you signed Zach Ertz. Yeah. Why would you use that on a tight end? I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Unless you don't have any hope. Actually sucks what? I had Zach what? Ertz and Who was in their year? war room that seen a tight end at 55 and thinking that's knowing that you got a receiver that's going to be suspended? Unless they did. Okay. Know. They they had to have known. They know this stuff weeks in advance. I think that's bullshit. That one didn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, how do huh? you feel about Atlanta? They went and took Drake London, turned around, took a BK. Then got I love a BK. A BK is going to be an absolute stud. Do you know anything about D'Angelo Malone? No. Well, that, they took him at 82 right after they took Desmond Ritter. So, Realistically, they could have got their quarterback of the future. Uh, they got who you thought was who was your favorite receiver in the draft, and Drake London. Drake London, and you Drake London. Drake favorite. London well, is yeah. what is what Kyle Pitts needs to be. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about well, when you see him playing. Those two together, my that that's God. that might be a, a duel of guys. Yeah. That obviously they're the tallest. Um, that could be an unstoppable duel there. I mean, they need a guy that can stretch the field, though. Yeah. I don't think Drake London has that speed to to stretch the next level of field. That's the problem. Well, yeah, that's that'll be the thing. They, they need, need a speedster. Well, if you and actually, that's Zacharias. 
Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, the well, guy you, you like. If you actually play Cordero Patterson as a wide receiver, then there's well, your stretch I, of the field guy. Well, I think Patterson's really comfortable with his position where Debo Samuel well, didn't like it. I think Patterson thrives on that. You let I really me right do. into my next point. What the fuck is going to happen to Debo Samuel? He wants Where's to play straight wide receiver. Up? He doesn't want to be an all-out weapon. He doesn't want it. And that's what Ian Rapport reported. Right. That he does not want to be one of these guys that are going to be running the football, catching it, this, that. He don't want to do that. So he wants to be a receiver. Be he wants to be a legitimate receiver. Being Now, can I ask a question? Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why? Is it- I, I don't. Maybe, Maybe he's looking like the pressure at. Was all on he's him. looking at his. He was probably his career. That's uh, true. Yeah, he's looking at his career as longevity at, wise. Right. If you look at it from that standpoint, the toll being taken on your body. This is Cordell Patterson is no young guy. Game. No, that's old. Cordell Patterson's well in his thirties, isn't he? Check. How, how many years has he been in the league? I mean, fuck, at least at ten. Ten years. At right? least ten. I mean, and he's a, he's not a little dude either. No, he's a big dude. Yeah, so that's a. He's probably you know, the about six they are, three. The they fall. He's thirty one, and he was drafted in. He's six two. He's six two. Two thousand thirteen. So yeah, this will be his tenth year. What's he weighing there? Two fifteen. Yeah. Two twenty. Two thirty eight. Two thirty eight. So he put some pounds on. Yeah, well, which his body could do that. Right. Yeah. He had to beef up a little. I mean, and how old is he? Thirty one. Thirty one. How long has he been in the league? 2013, so nine years. Nine years. Mm-hmm. Probably I mean, since I've started fantasy with you guys. Every year I used to take him, and you used to make fun of me. Remember that? Well, no, because I'm going to take Cordell Patterson. Here's the thing. Let's be real. <laughs> up till last up year. Up until last year, he was a fucking punt returner and nothing else. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd catch, you know, 10 balls a season for 50 yards, and that'd be the end of it. And play one, get one wild double reverse play and score a fifty-yard touchdown. That was it. <laughs> yeah. And then Atlanta finally saw it and were like, "Oh fuck, hold on, let's we utilize, utilize it in a different this." Way. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I. So now he's got to deal with a new quarterback. Yep. Who actually his skill set fits what they do offensively, I think better than Matt Ryan did. Oh, they do, do a lot of motion rollout. A lot of misdirection. I actually think Mariota's skill set fits better than Matt yeah, Ryan's it's a did. More spready. Well, because Matt Ryan was running for his life, getting killed. Yeah, Matt that's Ryan, not his game. No, Matt Ryan. Mariota's fast. Correct. And you want to know what? Desmond so Ritter, is our is our uh, Desmond well, Ritter's a runner too. That's what I'm saying. Desmond yeah. Ritter sitting behind. They're the same Marcus guy. Mariota for a little They're while. They're the same guy. Yes. Yeah. But so the does this mean? That our prediction of Atlanta being the worst team in the league this year falls through. Well, my that was those are power rankings, right? So I'm gonna say this: I'm already started working on them, and in the next episode, I'll who's have gonna be ready. worse, Atlanta or Seattle? Right now, I think Atlanta's definitely moving up for me. I'll say that. They didn't, I don't know they didn't address much. the linebacker thing. They did. I love the defensive line thing they added because they really needed pass rusher bad. I'll say this. I think Atlanta's going to move up. Seattle might move 
down. I think Seattle plays in a really tough division. Yeah. I mean, it, I, you got the Rams in there. Yeah, you're going to lose two to the Rams. You'll probably lose two to the Niners, and you might split right. with Arizona. Right. So, Here's their schedule right here. Well, yeah. I mean, schedule, yeah. this is Atlanta's no, schedule. All the, all the, oh, it's the teams they play? The to be arranged is the dates, right. but. Yeah, they don't have a they don't have dates out yet. Arizona, Cleveland. It already. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, that's a they, not, they not might that win hard a lot more than what you guys think schedule wise. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say Atlanta's probably gonna move up. Uh, Seattle's probably gonna move down. But well, they're gonna what? lose to Tampa twice. Yeah. They're gonna lose to. Oh, they play them once or twice. Twice. They're gonna lose to Tampa twice. The Steelers lose. are kind of in disarray. I could see them possibly winning that. They'll lose to Baltimore. They'll, they'll lose to the Bengals. New Orleans. They should be able to beat the Panthers. Uh, they'll split with Carolina. Unless Carolina's Seattle, back. Bears. Well, Bears, they should be able be to beat the Bears. Next, uh, next week, next episode, we're gonna, I'm going to have my power rankings done for that because with the draft. I say we wait till the schedule comes out, and then we'll do the power rankings. No, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another oh. one once the, well, the, okay. the, the opponents are out. The schedule's okay. not. So All I'm right. going to take the opponents into consideration this time. But. Once training camp gets going and we start to see all that, I'll do a third one, and then I'll do one right before the season starts. But, like, there you know, I we en- I enjoyed the night that we had doing the draft. That place was awesome, by the way. Shout uh, out to Zeph's. Zeph's on on the water. It was a great time. That yeah. place. If you guys got any kind of uh, little function you're gonna have, perfect place to do it. The people were very professional. Uh, it's a great atmosphere, and and you talked about possibly us doing another show there, maybe the opening season, of the game of the season. Yeah, on so that Thursday night. it'll be warm, so we can actually go outside. This yes, time. here's the thing, and this I'll I'll make I'll make this promise. If the season opens on a Thursday night, it's always Correct. a Thursday night game. If Tampa Bay is not playing in that Thursday night game, because if they are, I'll be there. If Tampa Bay is not playing on that Thursday night game, don't sit here and shake your head at me. I'm not saying anything. Well, Go ahead. Li- what if it's live? Uh, I'll kiss your bare ass. I'll, I'll, well, I'll be at the game, so we can't do it either. If they give the Detroit Lions the opening game. but Well, they got hard knocks, so. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but okay. He's yeah. got a point. What, what do you mean he's got a fucking point? He's got a fucking point. Detroit's got hard knocks. They might be the opening team of the year. No, they're not going to be. Maybe. You never know. Well, you don't know. It's usually the two Super Bowl teams are. Thank you. So it'll either be, so it'll be the Rams Cincinnati and uh, or the Rams. Who Cincinnati and the Rams. I don't okay. think the Lions have them on their either of them on their schedule this year. Uh, no, I don't. So no, I thought they did play uh, the AFC North. They don't play Philly or the Rams. Because you just had the Falcons up, and they play Cincinnati and the Rams. So they play the Giants. Yes. So Man. hold on. Is that who here? do we got? Uh, da- Washington at home, Dallas at Dallas, Philly at home, Buffalo at home, Miami at home. Well, last year was there like Gillette, the Giants at at the Giants. Last Gillette. year they had more that's, away games. That's the game you want to circle right there. Is Detroit going to the Giants? And I want to see what Kayvon Thibodeau and the does Jets. to them. Yeah, they got to go play both in New York, which will we, we might need to go to a couple of those games, depending <laughs> well, on when Tampa's bye week. I should be oh at every Lions game. This is so. life re, life <laughs> revolving around Tampa Bay. Well, I'm, 
I'm a Tampa Bay season ticket holder, so. What? Yeah. I don't, I don't eight, want to, I don't want to eight hear weekends it. this year. You'll do that, but you're not a Lions season ticket holder no more. You relinquish your Lion tickets to get Tampa tickets? What kind of, what kind of why would Lions I fan watch, are you? Why the fuck would I want to go What kind of Lions, Lions fan are you? I'm not a Lions fan. By the way, I did see uh, the New England Patriots on there. You used At to be Foxborough. a big. You used to be a big New England Patriot fan. I don't see you talking that shit no more. Where did I go for games last year? Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Because he's a Tom Brady fan, not whatever. I, I am a That's Patriots gay. fan, and I would. It's very homophobic. I don't know this year. I feel like I'm more, I'm a bigger Patriots fan than you are. Yes, because I'm dis- because okay, it takes a true fan to realize when the team is in a bad spot and be disappointed in it. The team is not in a bad yeah, spot. I don't, I, they have a shit ton of young players. Yeah, they have a shit ton of young garbage. I don't know about that. I think they got some really good young players there. Do they finish better than the Jets do in division this year? Well, here's the thing. The Jets uh, that, 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 vastly, don't me, vastly. Don't give me your long drawn out. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Fuck that. No, I, I I am taking the Patriots. You think the Patriots will finish with a better record than the Jets? Yes, I do. Wow. Yes. Heard it here. Uh, can you show me the New England Patriot schedule, please? Yeah, f- find their opponents. I already know they can beat the, the Jets. I just want to see their you th- uh, the, schedule. But what do you <laughs> think they can beat the Jets off of what bias? Okay. Matt Jones is going to be on a right. little pink white ass. All right, the they got. Game. We know they play Buffalo. We know they play the Jets twice at Cleveland, at Cleveland, at Lambeau, at Miami. At Lambeau, at Miami. I'm not worried about that. Uh, Minnesota, Miami, the Jets, Cincinnati. They. Got Cincinnati at home. At Pittsburgh. They got the Bears at home. They'll win that game. They'll beat Pittsburgh. They got the Lions at home. Uh, they'll beat the Cardinals. They got to play the Raiders. They Where's that at? They won't beat the Raiders. Is that at home? At Vegas. That's at Vegas? At Vegas. At Vegas. Oh, shit. And the Colts. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy schedule. They got a tough schedule. Nope. They'll beat the Vikings. Of course. They'll beat the Lions. They play the Lions, too? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's how we got In on Fox this topic. Borough. Yeah. Huh. Well, it'll be interesting. Yeah, they'll be the line. But, yeah, so the power rankings are going to change quite a bit uh, leading into next week. I, I don't think Bill Belichick is inept. He's not Mike McCarthy. You forget about who you're talking about. No, I don't forget who I'm talking yeah, about. You do. I didn't say he's inept. You you see, this is the whole thing. You only have I said, one good I don't year, think so he's. You, I said, you, I don't think he's inept. He's not Mike McCarthy. I literally, again, because you don't listen, you just talk. I said, I don't think he's inept. I never at any point said he was inept. So why why do you think? I said the game is changing and passing him by. That's what he's making you think. No, stop. Yes, you're right. It's it's, it's a strategy. It's strategy. It's strategy. Stop. Huh? Stop. He's disappointed. It's strategy. He doesn't want Bill. To he he good. ain't gonna take nobody big money. You know Belichick. Come on. Yes, but when you have when you have the greatest quarterback of all time, oh. it compensates. Oh, God damn it! It get the greatest coach of all that. time. Guess what? Brady's got a Super Bowl without him. Okay. So when Bill, yeah, he had to handpick his team like LeBron James. Keep when going. Bill, when Bill wins another one, we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, but he hasn't bounced around like LeBron has as much. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's only made the, the switch once. When Bill, that's wins, coming again. When what? When Bill wins, I'm gonna take one. my talents to South Beach. The fuck out of here. With when that. Bill wins another one, we'll talk about it. But, uh, 
We'll get to that more next week. Last thoughts on the draft. I thought it was awesome. I like the exciting part of this. Once that first receiver went, it was bedlam. It was mayhem. Yep. I love that. I love that. It, it's not like the rest of the drafts were boring. You kind of knew what everybody was going to do before it even come. This year, nobody knew what was going to go on. And I'll, I'll say this about Jacksonville. They kept that shit under their hat to the last week. Yeah, they kept everybody. They kept it under the hat to the last week. Yeah. And that was a smart thing to do. Very smart. I like it. I like it. And you know what? And I hope when we get it here in 24 in Detroit that it's the same way, that nobody knows who's going where. You want me to be honest? I think, again, this is my thoughts on it. The NFL has never changed as much as it has in the last seven, I would say two years. I was going to say probably two or three. The last two or three years, the NFL has changed monumentally, more so than it ever has before. I don't know if it's necessarily for the better or the worse, or that's up for discussion, but debate. Yeah. the way the teams are structured, the, the way players are evaluated, the way players' values go, the size of the players and their positions, what teams value, the way that it's coached, the style of play, everything about the NFL has evolved faster in the last two years than I think it ever has before. And I think the draft in the last two years has evolved too, right? Think about the 10 years before this year. It was, oh, we're going to go quarterback, quarterback, lineman, quarterback, you know. I think the, it's going to be more unpredictable than ever. Free agency this year was, a, was the craziest it's ever been. The that, draft that this year. I never remember – Free agency being anything, no. and and I've been been around this game a long 50 time. Years. Well, it's also uh, social media is a thing now. So I, outside, I, of- that some. You <laughs> know what? It does. Let me tell you something. Back in the nineties, when you were watching the draft, dude, it was a completely different thing. Yeah, oh. completely different. Absolutely. You know, the combine was was like not nowhere near what no. it is now. Like. That that has become huge. The NFL the last ten years. It's a production yeah. now. Yes, complete production, and these teams value that production value. Like they value, they value the the sexiness more now than ever. And at the end of the day, it's changed a little bit from a we're going to build this thing the boring way and win over time. If anything, free agency in this draft has said, okay, it's balls out. We're, we're going for it right now. There's a lot. In- and I think they're all getting that same. Every team is taking that same sentiment that the Rams did. Yeah. You know, the Rams are the catalyst. They're the start of it. Right. They started that shit. It wasn't just last year. It was the year before. I mean, the entire yeah. AFC West. Yeah. You know, the the bill, there, there's, it's changing. And if. That in turn, here here's one thing that's that's so that, much more that exciting. Could throw a monkey wrench into this whole deal is if you start getting the the young players, the Kyler Murrays, the Debo Samuels, these guys that think that they're above the game and are demanding yeah. stuff or to be traded. That shit needs to be. I I don't mind what. Cleveland is doing with Baker Mayfield, even though 
Baker Mayfield was already an established guy. Been in the league four years. They're, they haven't took that fifth year. Did they take that fifth year option on him? Is that why he's still there? I don't know. To be but honest. if that's the case, they, they need to get this stuff under control because you can't have guys like Carly, Kyler Murray that's been in the league for a year dictate what teams are going to do. You can't do that. Ownership needs to step in. I don't know if the league needs to step in, but ownership needs to talk to these guys and tell them, look, when you're eligible, they need to make a rule. Let's say three years in, you're eligible to either sign them or keep it going, or or if they want to get rid of them, they can get rid of them. And, and I think there should be some kind of rule or something in place. I, I know it kind of sucks because now you're talking about money, and, and we all know that's what it's about is the money, but... I don't see how a guy can come in in one year unless you won a Super Bowl could demand more money. I, I that makes no sense to me. I just kind of I forget I didn't even know what you were ranting about. <laughs> I mean, you talking about the draft. I, I'm, well, I'm talking about on one where year. the league is headed if they're going to allow players to dictate what teams are going to do. Yeah, but see, that's bullshit. What? That's that's all bullshit. At the end of the day, do I agree with it too? No. But I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not talking for I'm. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers here. I, I, we're not I, talking about Tom Brady. I, okay. We're talking about a guy who's been in the league one year. I agree. He hasn't been you. in the league yeah. one year. Sorry, Kyler Murray's been in the league two years, but well, he's just had his second year. I agreed with you. Yeah. If you remember, we've talked about this a few yeah. times. I I come to realization. That's why. Why? 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 Why are we going to sit here and try and hold them to a standard? Guess what? If you've been at a company for a year, yeah. all right, and you want a fucking pay raise, you're going to go get it. If you want them to commit to you long term, you're going to go get it. Just because it always don't company. happen that way, though. Yeah, yeah. So then the team, then the company makes a decision: either get the fuck out, or we're going to write the check. I have no problem okay. with it. And at the end of the day, the way social media is utilized today, yeah, it's a business. Yes. Guess what? The only reason we post our shit on social media is to try and get the name out there, get people to believe in the brand. Right. They do the same thing. It creates buzz. It creates publicity. It creates the production yeah. value. Okay. It does. When but people- when you start, when you start ha- handling this like it's fucking Hollywood, it's going to crash Guess at the end. Guess what, baby? Did you watch that draft? It's going to crash at the end. We're in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting that everything is about culture now. It's a pr- it's the production value. The you get NFL, canceled. The you NFL, get canceled. What? You get canceled. You fuck up and you get canceled. Yeah, but that's, gonna that's get worldwide. But besides it, that, the NFL is a Hollywood production, and they're so fucking Your true football purists don't want to fucking Guess see what? Your shit. true football purists are on dialysis, rotting away in a nurse. Oh, home. God. Okay? <laughs> at the end of the day, Jesus Christ. at the end of the day, there's a reason why people like him and people like me are in, so intrigued now because of the production value. The NFL knows, again, they're adapting. They're, they're, it's, it's evolving. That's is, why I is, think Billichek's a fucking dinosaur. Anyways, <laughs> Bruce, before we finish, any any last words on the draft? I, it was a good time. I mean, it's fun to fucking watch. It's it's I, I so mean, fun. It, it was actually electric, even though I was hammered and barely paying attention. But 
<laughs> I mean, it was, it was, dude. I, I mean, that's all I gotta say is it was a good time. I a great time. I agree. I had a fantastic time. I want to thank everybody who came out again. Uh, it was a great night, and I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And like Uncle Sam said, we're gonna try and get some more events like that going. And listen, if you're a listener to the show and you know we're doing an event like that, by come all on means, out. come out. Please yeah. come out. Please. Yep. You know. And shout out to Mike Mullins, our photographer for this. Our, yes, our newest was, guy, Mike. Mike he is, got there right before Mike I is did. awesome. He's yes. there. He he's he's spot on. Uh, he does video excellently. Uh, if I can get him to knock a couple hundred pounds off me, <laughs> yeah, I right. think it would be great. I don't know if there's can enough Photoshop in the world <laughs> for that. Uh, but yeah, special shout out. Thank you to Mike Mullins. He took care of all of our video stuff. And he's he, the man be, behind the camera. You guys, he works his ass off. He's been and, behind us this entire time taking pictures. Yeah, so he got us our first YouTube video out over the weekend, which was some live footage from the Draft Bash. So if you haven't yet, go check us out on YouTube. Just search tip balls will be the first thing that comes up. And make sure you're subscribed. Make sure the notifications are on so you know when Mike posts our new videos. We did have some camera difficulties. That's why the quality is kind of low on the first video. You know what? It's but all, that's all right. growing we'll pain, it baby. So. It's growing pain. We'll get it. So with that said, all of our podcasts now, hopefully, will be on YouTube in a vlog format. So that's good. So if you want to watch us rather than listen to us, or you want to watch us and listen to us, Go subscribe on YouTube. Notice on. You'll know exactly when it comes out. If you haven't yet. Hit that like button. Follow our socials. Instagram at TipBalls. Twitter at TipBalls. TikTok at TipBalls Podcast. We will be hammering the TikTok a little bit more often now because we learned how to use cameras and all of that. <laughs> so uh, check us out. Uh, TipBalls.com. There's blogs. There's merch. There's all that happy horse shit. Again, if you came out to the draft bash. Thank you so, so much. You guys, thank you for your continued support. Uh, we're going to keep it coming. This is the dead time now. Draft's over. so But we're going to keep coming to you guys with awesome content. And now, this is it. This is the final push. we got like three months, and then it, we're back in full force. That's it. Yeah. It, it'll, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a right around the corner, and we're going to be working our butts off. To get this going here, Working our I, I can't. Off. I can't wait. What the fuck is this kindergarten? Yeah. Anyways, and we can get to get into fantasy stuff too. I'm Listen gonna be to me. Watching hard. Listen to me. I can't wait. Hawk. We're gonna do some fantasy talk. And by the way, I, I'd like to just give a special shout out real quick to Jeff Fisher. I owe him a a huge apology. They won yesterday and they won big. Oh Jesus! Twenty four to nothing. Oh great! Michigan Panthers, baby. I love the Michigan Panthers. Love their colors. Thank you so much for listening. You'll hear from us next week. Am I perfect?